This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Country Duty Show on CliffCentral.com. My name is Dumisole. You can find me on Twitter at Dumisole. And today in studio, I'm joined by a lawyer, a fashionista, and uh, a, a, a grammar of note. Tulana, hi, how are you? Hi, to me, it's wonderful to be back on the show. Thank you very much and for that generous introduction. But Kimmy, they just said, um, you know, I got to see you out there and, uh, you know, popping the ride and properly lowered up. And that's good. We've been trained. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, so, um, thank you for joining us in the studio. Um, we are taking your calls on 0861-555-189, 0861-555-189. Your WhatsApp text can be sent to 079-748-2090, 079-748-2090. And on today's show, we are talking racism in the workplace. Um, it's not an easy topic, nor is it fun at times, but I think it's important that we tackle it and, you know, look at it from both a, a legal and a social perspective. Definitely. And um, I'm glad that you are here and you can talk to some of the legal issues and challenges that we're having. But um, before we even get there and, and before we even look at tweets and stuff, how's your week been? It's been a good week. It's been a, a busy week. There are a lot of policy and, and regulatory interventions. And so one always has to keep abreast with what's going on out there. Right. Um, because, you know, at least now there's a lot of focus of ensuring that the public is engaged. So we have to be that informative, engaging citizenry. There's the, yes. you know, Section 25 of the Constitution. Yes. Yes. There's been a lot of movement there, um, yeah. so it's good to have the discussion going. That's that, that's cool. Um, and and you know while we talk about um, the Section 25 amendments and the likes, we just want to in, inform and rather um, update or encourage our listeners to make sure that they put in some submissions. It's always important to have your voice heard, yes. um, even if it's a two or three pager. Mm. Um, excuse me, I've seen people going. With three pages, no amendment, no amendment, no yes. amendment. Um, obviously, that's their view and yes. they're entitled to do that. But um, if you feel strongly, put it up. I think the, 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 the crux of the democracy of yeah. South Africa as it has evolved now is ensuring yeah. that there is that engagement um, as far as public is concerned. You know, it's, it's, it's government by the people, for the people. And so we have to voice our concerns. And 100%. there's been a lot of instances where at least people have used their voice to ensure that they make a positive impact. Indeed. Um, and and it, that's why it's called a participatory democracy. Exactly. That's the term <laughs> really, I'm looking for. You know, and, 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 and it's needed. And for it to be effective, you need to make um, submissions and your voice is heard. Um, and, and there will be... Um, uh, meetings rather or town hall consultations yeah. that they'll be having we'll find the dates and put up on our timelines and and the likes but it is important that you partake um, and make your voice heard um, 2019 is fast approaching it is and, and it we've is. seen from the political side that there's just been too many things that have happened there's uh, a lot of anticipation I think yeah. even with um, the the state of the nation now mm. we've had the various departments that have presented their budget votes we had national Indeed. treasury yes. so there's a lot of anticipation around what 2019 holds what can we expect what does rationalizing of government departments mean, 100%. who's in, who's out. Yeah. <laughs> of course, and now that you're talking about who's in, who's out, um, Supra today called it quits mm. after um, some time and him resigning and suddenly not resigning. And there was a lot of roundabout stuff. on that. Hey, so was, one minute he's resigning, the next the ruling party is saying, no, actually he can't resign, suspension yeah. or go, what was it, special leave, right? That's the thing. But interestingly, it's stuff that he decides on. Yes. Um, so at the end of the day, Utsuri Abutumami now, and it's terrible but we are glad that he's gone but what I found interesting however is he is alleged to have resigned and in fact he did say that he's going on early retirement which mm. is very interesting but he's still the chairman of Northwest ANC so I, I, I think at the end of the day it's about continued influence right so it's, it's, it's perhaps exerting yeah. your influence from a distance you don't yeah. always have to be sitting at the table to decide or have some sort of direction on the decisions that are taken at those platforms so it's it's politics 
indeed. <laughs> and, and, and I think he, he plays it very well and, and he knows this and, and knows it to such an extent that as long as he exercises a certain form of influence, um, then he will be uh, taken serious or otherwise. Mm. Um, I think we've seen instances where Cyril has been undermined and undermined proper. Um, and, and he's a strategist. That's the thing with him. Mm. And he acts after some time and stuff. But you know, in a country where we want decisions. I think it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's also worry. that, that time because, um, recently there was also the review of the first hundred days in, in an office by the, of the new president, you yes. know, and you had the f- various fractions. You had Musi Maimani saying he hasn't done much in a hundred days. Yeah. So it's, we're, we're very quick to judge. We're very reactionary, but I suppose it's because some things have been taking so long Indeed. and we were hoping for so much in such a short space of time. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it's not as easy as just deciding who's in, who's out and, and, and making those reshuffles and changes and, and the thing is with these type of things they they affect us directly um as you correctly said and i agree with you in circumstances where something has been so historical mm. like the zuma years yes life, people want action exactly uh, and, and unfortunately we're not getting that i mean on the news yesterday they were profiling some business people from the northwest they've lost everything mm. and this was a government initiated program yes. super was obviously in the middle of it and stuff mm. and 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 you know People have taken up loans. They've 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 put up their houses as um, surety, and now they have nothing. They've lost. You know h- how do we then say that's okay? Mm. And, and that's another thing that needs to be fixed. And I don't know if Tumamina will be able to to make a fast about because it, it boils down to accountability. Yeah. Because you can make various changes in cabinet, but how how do um, government officials, how do public officials rather ensure that there's some sort of accountability with their counterparts, right? 100%. It's just like the, um, right now there's the review as far as the, the, the whole Sasa debacle is concerned. Oh, oh, wow. And you know, there's a new minister, but yeah. they're still dealing with the, the legacy of, you know, the recently exited minister. Yeah. I, and I found, I mean, I saw her today in parliament, um, on, 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 on YouTube and mm. stuff, and she's there keeping a straight face. And, and for me, and I asked this question yesterday, um, you know, where you have billions of irregular expenditure. Mm. I mean, these guys would take so much money and, and hire maquets and, and books yeah. and flowers. And this is the money that could have gone to other things. And, and mm. there's no accountability. Exactly. I, you can't pull that nonsense in the private sector. You can't. And, and the question is, you know, you've got your PFMAs, you've got your treasury regulations, yes. and there has to be that continued oversight, right? So yeah. you'd wonder what happened to those checks and balances because it, it's not something that can only be addressed at a later stage through a particular sitting, a particular task team. We have regulations in place and you have various levels of approval for exactly that to ensure that there are checks and balances and accountability in place. And so when people are able to circumvent that, it becomes very, very problematic. Indeed. Um, and it also makes the mockery of the system. And, yes, and precisely. Where we, we, we find ourselves um, and and uh, we, we, we are in that situation where uh, people must be held accountable and stuff. And in my view, um, it, it is important that this thing then is dealt with and, 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 and it's done. Um, I, I see that um, Zinwenya, who's one of our listeners, is, is, is talking about a recent constitutional court judgment. Mm-hmm. We will obviously just discuss it in passing mm-hmm. and, yes. and just mention a few things and stuff um, and, 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 and we'll take it from there. But with Batabile sitting there, um, I, I, I think there isn't really going to be much. Someone pointed out that um, you know we, we are going to find a situation where uh, because she holds such power in the ANC Women's League, mm. um, it's going to be problematic. She, it, Cyril can't get rid of, of her um, as soon as possible. I think it's part of those concessions that um, certain fractions have said uh, the president have, has had to make. You know, When we were anticipating the reshuffle, she was honestly at yeah. the top of the hit list, as in she must be gone together with other ministers and yet what we saw with her notwithstanding what happened with the whole Sasa issue is deploying her from one department to yeah, another you yeah. know and and that begs the question of some of the concessions that were made I know our listeners were actually round the clock and there was a lot of video footage about Going you know yeah. with with Cyril 
coming and going from I think it was St George's and Irene. Yes. So there was a lot of London. exactly. <laughs> so there was a lot of activity. So it's perhaps some of the you know some of the engagements and concessions and discussions that have that have been had at that political level that we are not privy to as ordinary citizens, but we see the results. Yeah. Um, although they may well be uh, a, a bit slow, but um, we need that. One other story that caught my attention was the fact that SASA, I mean, uh, Department of Social Development, stroke SASA, mm. hasn't paid um, some of the um, organizations their money. Um, and these are organizations that are taking care of, you know, destitute and either people with mental illness and other related problems. And I don't understand how does that work. Uh, why are people mm. not being taken serious? Especially because there have been constitutional um, court judgments, there have been pronouncements at various um, forums through Parliament, through SCOPA, and there seems to be some sort of delay as far as um, implementing what some of those recommendations have been. And is it a a result of some of the officials not understanding the gravity of the mandate of an institution such as SASA, given the unemployment rates that we have, given the inequalities that we have? So every single rand counts for somebody who is below the breadline. Yeah. And so it's unfortunate when 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 you see um our government officials not taking their mandate as seriously as they should given the fact that they are serving South Africa and the mandate Indeed. is critical to the, some people literally survive on those funds. So they it's do. it's it's, a, it's 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 appalling actually the and, approach and that's been taken. Listen People must be fired, and it's important that it happens, and it happens as soon as possible. If the powers that be want us to take them seriously, they must act. It's yeah. as simple as that. This political solutions to problems is not doing an ordinary South African who really needs, um, you know, that opportunity and chance a favor. One person also tweeted that, you know, with such irregular expenditure and such nonsense that's happening, it said that you'll find the same people that are complaining or that have been disadvantage voting for the same party yeah. and it's worrying you know um, and and it's madness food puzzle. Joe, just before the time food right. puzzle not exactly i'm that. here i'm yeah. s- here's a t-shirt you know yeah. and sometimes that that interaction goes a really long way um with members of of, of the population they they feel as though they matter John, because yeah. you know he was in Never my house he was in my thing. yard you see and then That's they'll obviously talk about the legacy of the anc um back then you know the the tambo's anc the mandela's anc um verse and they'll try and use that to yeah. gain some sort of of favors to gain the confidence of the public yeah, but uh, and, and I agree with you, and that that nonsense must stop. And 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 I mean, there's been a actually public protector finding on 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 using food parcels for to get them votes, mm. and and they do it. I mean, I'm from the township; I've seen it happen. Yes. Um, despite what the public protector has said, because the monitoring of it and staff, um, it, it's always difficult, and it is, and you can't really do it properly, and and, and that's where the danger and, and the difficulty is. But um, be that as it may, that that's what it is. Um, I, I know. I mean, the 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 show today, and and please do send your WhatsApp messages to zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero, and your tweets to at Tumisole on Twitter. Your handle Kaitlinali underscore gun. No, it's just oh. at Tulwana and Tulwana Yasasoto. So I'm going to spell it. It's T H O L O A N A, and then the numbers eight six in numericals. Yeah, um, and and um, at Country Duties at A, and we'll read your messages and take into account your comments and views. Tell us if you've had an experience relating to racism. Um, are you know are you being subjected to it in the workplace, or are you or have you found yourself you know defending a racism case either in the CCMA or the Labour Court? And how does your employer deal with it? Mm-hmm. Um, Excuse me. So do 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 join our conversations and chat. Um, you'd have seen what happened Saturday night. Yes. And it's still a trending topic. It is. And I do understand your predicament, given that you are in the industry and you can't necessarily say much. Mm-hmm. But it, it it also forms part of our discussion, and and that's what inspired the show because it talks to to stuff that we not necessarily would wouldn't really see to mm. a certain extent. Yeah. You know, people look at racism and they would rather have it. Where someone says it and, and it's there, either mm. from a practice or it's been expressed. Um, but in those instances, it gets lit, uh, you know, difficult and you can't really articulate it. But without necessarily going to detail. And as I said, appreciating your position and where you find yourself in giving you the podcasting space. Um, 
What do you think, just high level on all those things, do you think there will be a solution to this particular problem that has arisen? What's what's encouraging, um, just to at least start off on, on a bit of a positive note, is that we are seeing more and more people calling out um, instances of racism. We are seeing more and more people yeah. voicing out and saying, I will not allow myself to be subjected to yes. this kind of, of, of conduct anymore. So it's very encouraging um, to have, because we need to have this dialogue, especially because, you know, we've had a lot of, previously we had um, instances or there were highlights of instances where it was happening either at shopping malls, there was that KFC drive through issue, you know. Yes. And, and we that have actually to was also exposed by country duty. And we hashtag, exactly. That, uh, people are so we, we need there. to speak about it broadly because it really is something that permeates all aspects of society. It's yes. something that you have in corporate as well. Yes. And, and, and the way that you would deal with it in corporate is quite different from if you were to have an altercation with somebody in a parking lot, for example. And how do yes. we begin? to address issues of structural racism, you know, where um, in corporate, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners have have fallen victim to it. I also have fallen victim to it, you know. It's much more nuanced and you know, one is always a bit disadvantaged because, for instance, with me, I was a candidate attorney at the time. Yeah. Now, who's 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 corporate going to actually protect? Believe. And, and this is believe. the thing. And, and and we'll talk about your experience just after a musical break. And, and as I said, I mean, we're both lawyers. We're not going to go into detail and impang um, people's reputation or otherwise. But what 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 we all have is really just to now get onto the meat of the subject. Um, as I said, do join our discussion. On 0861 Hashtag country duty And um, call us As I said And WhatsApp 079 This is the country duty show On cliffcentral.com And um, do me We'll be back just now This is cliffcentral.com Welcome back to the country duty show On cliffcentral.com Remember Use hashtag country duty and tag at Dumisole and at Tulana underscore 86. 86, no underscore. Oh, Tulana 86. <laughs> uh, um, on Twitter and at country duty ZA and at leafcentral.com. Um, and thanks for listening. Our WhatsApp line is 079-748-2090. Um, did you get our studio number? No. 0861. Triple five one eight nine. I would think that you would listen, and you know you you, you have it going. But clearly, attention span is, is elsewhere. But yeah, anyways, um, sorry to put you on the spot. Um, so me. racism. Um, we 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 touched basically and and briefly on this Ashwin Williams story. Um, in your experience, you've seen it before, yeah. and you've experienced it. Um, what what would you say for someone who's a layman? Um, and say. What is this thing? Kutla racism here and there and stuff. Um, what, what is it? If you were just to put it in a, in a word or a definition, if any. And I'm going to avoid using a legal definition because there's, um, you know, various pieces of legislation that have defined what racism is. But what it boils down to essentially is prejudicial conduct that can be through speech, the way we treat each other simply because of, um, One's race, you know, one being African, one being Indian. And so it's all about saying that you are better than the next individual because the next individual is Indians and you've got a certain predisposition to Indians. Um, you know, and a lot of the times, as we've seen with South Africa's history, it's often between blacks and whites. So it's about, um, Perhaps let's, let's just use a work situation, right? Yeah. Where one, there's, there's preferential treatment of one race over, over the other. Uh, and it's not equal pay, um, and it's not yes. equal opportunities for each, for, for the same type of pay. Yeah. But it's simply using race as a prism through which you would, um, view one particular person as being inferior to the other. Yeah. And, and, and it's very important because, you know, Sometimes, and, and we did say that it's in the workplace and stuff, but this thing happens throughout and Everywhere. all over. Find it happening in a parking lot, you yes. find it happening in the mall, and, and it keeps manifesting. But, but I think it's very important because it deals with, as you said, a predisposition of one's race over the other and, and, you know, superiority. Yes. Where you say my race is superior than, than others. And, and, and interestingly, I mean, there have been debates of whether black people can be racist and whatnot yeah. and stuff. And, and that's also a social 
issue because people will tell you that listen, blacks can't be racist because um, you know they 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 in as much as they are a majority, but insofar as power because this is about power yes. and dynamics, yes. therefore they wouldn't fall into that. Um, but interestingly, the case law holds differently. Mm. What the case law says it doesn't necessarily care. I mean, you would have seen um, I think the newspapers today talking about Duduzani not. What about Zuma? Edward. Yes. Who's now been found guilty of hate speech and he settled it for 60,000 um, rand and mm. um, he'll pay that to charity. Interestingly, this is a black guy who has been, uh, according to the settlement ag- uh, agreement, you know, um, spewing hate speech yes. and he'll then pay for it. But what legislation doesn't do is to distinguish between black and white. Yes. If, if it's a racist act, as far as they're concerned, then it will attract the liabilities and mm. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, because that also mm. is, is in context and we also, we always have have to view issues of racism um, and even sexism for that matter within our broader social context and the history of South Africa, which interestingly enough has been one of the factors that a lot of courts have been um, using insofar as determining whether or not certain speech was um, racist speech or derogatory speech, um, especially when adjudicating over labor issues where, you know, one would call the other a swartman um, in a heated altercation and then the, re- the recipient or the person on the other end would deem mm. that to be some sort of a racist derogatory remarks. Yeah. There would be disciplinary proceedings. People would lose their jobs And you know Matters have gone All the way up To the constitutional court And a lot of the times The courts have always Been cognizant Of South Africa's history And so far as How we interact With each other Particularly across races Yes Indeed And and, and that's that's exactly The crux And we'll touch Briefly on the recent Constitutional court judgment Where the constitutional court Actually found that There were Excuse me, um, racist um, comments and derogatory nature and stuff. Um, let's talk about workplace because I think that's where most of these things do happen. And 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 really, there've been threads and tweets on these related issues. Um, wh- how do you, in your view, um, would you you would say that um, racist undertones or racism manifest in the workplace? What 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 do you think, or what have you seen? So oftentimes it'll always be some sort of reference to um, one's race. And, you know, it could be as direct as a person saying that, um, you know, I'm just trying to think of some of the recent um, court cases. Something like, I don't know how you, you black people think yes, if one yes. was to express their views on something. Or, um, for instance, something that's closer to home when there's yeah. a review and then you're told things like, well, we do understand that English is not your first language. Yes. However, expectations are that. So, yeah. so it's always those nuanced references and engagements um, and, and impressions yes. um, that, especially in the workplace, become quite problematic yeah. because then, you know, one would be viewed as either being oversensitive. And you 100%. know how it is. You'll always be told, well, grow a thick skin. You Indeed. know, you must Mustn't be so sensitive. Indeed. Put on your your big girl big panties. panties. Absolutely, and and interestingly, these type of things, especially in 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 big corporates, some in the banking industry, some in the legal industry, mm. and stuff. I've realized that there are themes associated with this. Um, ordinarily, employers do have policies yes. and procedures yeah. dealing with these type of things and stuff. And as you correctly said, racism sometimes and loosely defined is, you know, a disposition or a hate of one race over the other. But insofar as practice, um, and, and, and if you say this is a racist act, what would, for example, be seen or is a racist act in your view? Again, it, it really goes back to how how um, employees would engage amongst each other. Um, we've seen various instances where it's either a remark that was made. There was that um, case as well that was heard by I think it was it was a SARS case that yes. that had to do with the SARS commissioner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then there have been others, especially in the mining industry, for example, yes. where, you know, the, the the white manager would engage and refer to the race of his um, subordinates. Yeah. And yeah. that would go through the entire process of, 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 the, of the particular company, because as Indeed. you indicated, a lot of the times they would have policies in place, which are really based on legislation. You know, you've got your Labor Relations Act primarily. Yes. You've got your constitution as the, the overarching legislation yeah. that yeah. would give sort of guidance about how we should be engaging um, 
between one another as far as social cohesion is concerned. Yeah. And so a lot of the times there would be those those policies and procedures in place that employees would at least use in the event that they wanted to seek some sort of recourse. Mm. But but have you have you in your view think these policies? I mean, one of the things that the labor law requires and the LRA is there must be a rule in place. Yes. That rule must be known by employ employees and it must be applied consistently yeah. and stuff. And 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 if it's there and it's known and people know about it, the likelihood of, for example, if it's breached, the CCM or the Labor Court finding differently, you know, would say, but this is known and this is practice that is not acceptable. Mm. Do you think um, employees at least know about these things and, and are able to, for example, if there's racism in the workplace, mm. able to, to report it? Do, do employees even talk about these things? One of the practices that I've observed is, yeah. um, and I'm sure you've seen it in a lot of companies that have like a whole spread of a bulletin almost of the basic conditions of employment act, as well as the labor relations act, yeah. just simply posted on the wall. Yeah. And then there would be company uh, policies that are in place, but I haven't often seen, um, and I'm speaking from my own experience as yes. far as the various companies that I've worked in, yeah. where there is that active engagement of taking employees through what the policies are and 100%. what the policy changes and updates are yes. and the impact of legi- on, on legislation and ensuring that policies keep abreast with these changes and developments in legislation. You know, mm-hmm. Oftentimes it would be um, activities that would happen between HR and maybe the legal department yes. or the compliance department saying, yeah. okay, there's now been a new ruling, there's now been a new practice note and then just update your your particular policy. Yes. There hasn't, there isn't that aggressive or active engagement with um, with with the employees to inform them yeah. what do the policies say, what do the what does the legislation say, and what is the procedure that one can follow in the event that they want to lodge a grievance, for example. You know, because yeah. the recourse is determined ultimately in law, but yes. each and every company has to take it upon themselves to ensure that they implement it effectively yeah. and that they are seen to actually take a stance against racism Indeed. and ensure that in the instance that there is an allegation yeah. of um, a racist incident, that there is a it's strong ta- stance, yeah. sorry, that's taken and that there is actually something that is done about it and not just, you know, an engagement that you speak to HR and then and that's then it. it. And they, exactly. um, and, and, and I agree with you. And, and, and you know, this talks to knowledge and, and, yes. and, and, and um, basically workshopping employees of this type of behavior. I think, you know, corporate essay, um, although it's great and stuff, but there's so many things that still needs to be fixed. Um, uh, especially in, in higher level because that's where most of the issues are. Mm. Um, and, and if you raise it as a junior employee, for example, they, it, you know, it may be seen to be taken into account or serious, but nothing materializes from yeah. there. And, and, and that's where the problems then arise and people then feel they need to, to resign and go mm. because they feel that certain people are protected exactly. and, and, and stuff. And, and the and fear of the, victimization, right? Because thing. you, there's, there's then the power dynamics and yeah. it's different because at times, you know, the power dynamics of you, for you as a, as a black male yeah. would be very different as far as me as a black female, you Indeed. know, because I may be Dealing with not only racism but sexism as well, which is also an, an, another aspect of prejudice that manifests itself a lot yes. in in corporate South Africa. And you know, with the recent incident with the individual walking off on Supersport, yes. there was a lot of engagement and a lot of people tweeting about their own yes. personal experiences. 100%. Some have had to leave because, notwithstanding them following the processes in the companies, it really wasn't taken seriously. You know, yep. um, to the point where some of the managers then will come back. And say, listen, I'm actually going to make your life hell. Who do you think you are? Further reinforcing those power dynamics. And it then becomes an intolerable situation for an employee. And they find that. They've got no reason. I mean, they've got no other alternative but to resign. Yeah. Um, there are other structures in place beyond just company p- policies and procedures. There mm-hmm. are this. There is the CCMA as well that actually is mandated to assist as far as racist um, allegations of racism in the workplace. Yeah. But again, it speaks to whether people know that they can actually approach the CCMA yes. um, for intervention. And yes. the CCMA has been actually quite active. And you know, there's the CCMA. If you're not happy, you go to the labor court. But what is the CCMA? And, 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 Someone and, who and, says and. 
and stuff. What 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 does it do? Um, and and what's its function? Um, I mean, one would expect, given the role it plays, I know what it is. I practice there. I'm I'm, I'm there. So time, so like and stuff. But but yeah. but uh, for someone who's listening and, mm. and never heard of the likes of the CCMA, what 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 does it do? Um, yeah. and, and and why, in your view, has has it been created? So the CCMA again in recognizing the um the power dynamics and excuse me for just using this term to yeah. exhaustion between an employer and employee. It's it's almost like a a structure and 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 also keeping in line with the constitutional principle of ensuring that there's um access equitable access access to justice and affordable access to justice. Yes. As far as employer employee relations are concerned, the structure of the CCMA is to serve as exactly that. Yeah. It's a forum where a disgruntled employee can actually, maybe even an employer, depending on what the, the circumstances, circumstances are, are exactly, true. they can at least engage um, that forum and approach that forum to to address and intervene on issues relating to employer-employee relations. Yeah. And the whole point is to ensure that they are accessible. And so when it comes to issues of fees, um, their fees are very, very nominal. Yeah. Um, and one can actually go and represent themselves. You don't have to go as as with an attorney, with a legal representative. 100%. And in some cases, it's actually discouraged that you go with a legal representative, um, depending on, again, what the situation is. So the, the, the CCMA actually plays quite a critical role yeah. in ensuring that there is some sort of recourse for um, disadvantaged. Empl- and in most times it yeah. is employees. Right. Because let's 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 be honest. Employers oftentimes because of their financial muscle, they'll have access to lawyers True. True. as opposed to, you know, an employee who's earning a minimum salary but has a case that needs to be addressed because we all have rights and we're all equal before the law and so the CCMA seeks to uphold that there is that recourse and at least everybody's um, rights are respected and when when where they're not and there's been an infringement of right there is at least means to address that um, address such incidents. 100%. 100%. And, and the CCMA is actually free. Um, if employees are victimized or prejudiced at work, they need to, and they can refer matters to the CCMA. It deals with unfair dismissals. Yes. There's stuff called unfair labor practices yes. where if a promotion issue arises and, and you feel that it was given to someone and, and you have the qualifications and stuff, you can take that up. Um, if you're not paid well, you can also take it up to the CCMA and stuff. And, 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 and it's quite free and, and it's accessible. Um, if you find yourself, for example, having lost at the CCMA, you can go to the labor court. Mm. The labor court has a pro bono office there where it helps and assists in, 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 in dealing with, with, with some of the issues. Um, one of the, Tweets that then suddenly came and, and the person says, I'd like to remain anonymous and that's what we're going to do. Okay. And I, I just want you to, to, um, provide a view, um, to this uh, person. Um, the person says, I've got a master's degree in ag- agriculture and went to an interview at a certain place that I'm not going to mention for a regulatory affairs officer for the second phase. And I wasn't given the job because I don't know Afrikaans and won't be able to translate Pesic size, um, labeled to Africans. Um, these are, you know, in agriculture, pesicticides. Okay. Yes, that, that's the word. During the second interview, they asked me about Africans and referred me to the agricultural remedy regulations, which clearly state that any language except for English should be done by a son translator. Racism is still alive in South mm. Africa. What can I do? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a tough one because. Yeah. The the challenge again about issues relating to discrimination, and we'll just speak about discrimination broadly, um, is there's fair discrimination and then there's unfair discrimination. 100%. And I think at times we have to have a balanced discussion about it where, the, the you know, there are specific job requirements. Yes. And if you do not meet those requirements, like, for instance, um, if you have to classify content, if you have to watch a movie and assign an yes. age rating yes. to it, and you go and you're visually impaired. Yeah. It's not unfair discrimination. You know, it, it speaks to the core requirements of the job. And 100%. so sometimes we have to bear that in mind. Yes. Um, and then the other question is, you know, should companies have to then expend their financial resources yeah. in addressing shortcomings of, of candidates? 100%. That's the other discussion, you yes. see. So, um, 
In this we case, can't really give a direct a, a direct um, a, remedy, but those are consider. It's, yeah. it's a difficult one, but and those are considerations, quite honestly, that one should bear in mind. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I hear you, and, and I mean, for me, what what I would suggest, however, is you can actually approach the CCMA, um, point out what the job requirements were, um, and then who was appointed and on what basis. In fact, today I saw. Um, um, I think an award to, to that extent mm. and it may apply. So, so go there, find out and, um, ensure that you are, um, equipped. And as we said, it's free mm. and it will be, um, in your, in your favor to do that. But yeah, yeah. access to information is critical. You know, you must always at least be given reasons as to yes. why you didn't make it. Absolutely. And I, I always encourage people to actually go and find out why, because at times you might find that there isn't a particular reason. If it's something, mm. if, if it's, if it's an instance where it's applications and they exceed a, a, a particular number, yeah. then they, they turn everyone else away without actually understanding what the implications are if you yeah. actually do not have rational decisions um, to support the decision um, well rational reasons excuse yes. me to support your decision yeah and so effectively those can be challenged and you can have recourse and stuff um so for for instance if if someone experiences racism in the workplace um and raises the issue with hr and for some reason it's not dealt with what, what would be recourse for for this person what should they do in your view do they resign and go what did you do perhaps and i'm sorry i'm putting I you resigned. on the spot but you know <laughs> why didn't you take up this this monster and okay, so with 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 my particular um case i was working yeah. for one of the the big law firms yes. um and this particular individual in fact it's happened twice come to think of it yeah. and again this is somebody who brings in the fees for the firm yeah. um and you're there either as you know a trainee or yeah. uh, you know as a candidate attorney you engage with hr and a lot of the times and this is the worst part is a lot of the times you would not have been the first complainant mm. there is that awareness as far as the conduct of this particular individual yeah. but because they don't do it as blatantly and they don't do it as boldly or in, in a very obvious manner yeah. it's more nuanced then yes. you know they'll have their discussions behind closed uh, behind closed doors and yeah. then it pretty much ends there without understanding that it really a is completely unacceptable yeah. racism or any sort of prejudice is completely it's, unacceptable it's, it, it can't be tolerated it can't be tolerated yeah. whether you are a, a um whether you are a director at a firm or yeah. whether you're a supervisor whether you're a senior manager any sort of prejudice must not be tolerated. And I like the, the, the message that has been sent by the constitutional court, which has yes. considered, um, racism, particularly in the workplace through various cases that have come before it. Um, and so if yeah. HR doesn't work out, again, the CCMA has been tasked, um, and mandated to actually start playing a much more active role, role in addressing issues of yeah. any sort of prejudice. Like I said, it goes beyond just racism in, in the workplace. Yeah. Um, it's racism, it's sexism as well. Indeed. You know, sometimes it can go to as far as issues relating to sexual orientation. Indeed. You know, some directors would say, well, I don't want to work with a person like a Morphe. You know, that's yes. sometimes the, yes. the terminology that's used and again such instances cannot be tolerated um, if the internal processes that a company has or is supposed to have fail yeah. then the, ind the aggrieved individual can go beyond that and go to the CCMA but, but and, and I hear you and I agree with you so effectively employees are encouraged to exhaust your internal remedies which is your HR process and mm. stuff and as I said I mean HR sometimes is toothless and some people are saying that and, and, and at least there's relief, which is the CCMA and yes. stuff. But why do you think people would rather leave than challenge the status quo? Because why, why did you leave? Why didn't you say this is bullshit and and and, and I need to deal with it? So it's again um, the the environment that you end up finding yourself in. You know, once uhotile noah. Yeah. So it's again about the environment that you find yourself in and it's an environment that you have to face every single day. And at times it's about choosing your battles yeah. because it, it will wear you out emotionally. It will wear you out psychologically. True. And then what ends up happening is it'll affect your performance. Of course. And then the individual has the upper hand because, oh, well, they're not performing. How performing? We've had a performance review. Nothing is improving. Do you see? So that would 
would in any event in LRA result in a performance review and you ultimately see, you will be exactly. managed out and then you're out. And then it becomes an argument between employer employee versus what the you know what the issues are and then issues of causality. Are yes. you now saying that there was a racist incident that's had a psychological impact and now that's manifested into how you perform? Um and then it becomes your word against mine as an employer employee. So for me, because I just did not I I got exhausted quite honestly. Yeah. Um and what upset me even more was having found out that in fact the the Monday that I started yeah. that particular Friday, a black lady had yeah. resigned from working who worked for the, the, very, with, same for the very same for yeah. the very same department, very yeah. same individual, sure. you see. And and I just thought to myself, No, um this is not a battle that I'm going to fight. 100%. At the end of the day, I've I need to sanity. keep my sanity intact. Um, I'm going to walk away But some people yeah. Honestly don't have That option Because they think I walk away And then what Of course there's, then, I mean, there's bonds There's, there's bonds There's black school. tax There's school um, And so all the more Reason to at least Aggressively pursue All the avenues That are there If HR doesn't assist If grievance processes Do not assist At least you would have Seen to To try and make use Of the structures That the company Itself has And them having failed you You can then go on And and, um, approach The external avenues Such as the the CCMA And as you mentioned There's the labor court Labor appeal court And so it goes And and, and I think I just have to point out I mean For employers Who are listening um, To this show Acts of racism ought to be taken seriously. In fact, if an employer doesn't act, they open themselves to serious liability. Mm. Um, and they can also be equated to sort of employment equity um, issues or yes. unfair discrimination yes. and discriminatory issues. I mean, um, and, and you don't want as an employer to be in a situation where you're dealing with a racist act and subsequently it is also discrimination and, and it's unfair because they, you definitely have to prepare a checkbook. And I'm not and that's the one side of it. Um, and with social media, there's Twitter. Your, yes. your info will be out there. Um, you'll your be emails called out. And you'll be called out. And, and you need to basically balance and take these things serious and act because, you know, your failure to act attracts liability for you as the, as the, um, employer. But, you know, as, as, as we've been discussing this and the difficulties, as you say, black techs for, for mainly black people who are affected by acts of racism, they don't have the might to challenge this type of things and stuff. Would you, you know, one of some of the things that employers have is what they call an anonymous, um, tip off type mm. of thing. So instead of raising it with HR and you want to, um, preserve your sanity or otherwise you'd rather call that, 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 uh, tip off line. Do you think those are effective in your experience and what you've seen? And, and you know what the challenge is, is at times, um, you don't even know that the company has this particular avenue, right? Yeah. So you don't even know which email, um, should I send it to? Which email address should I send it to? And if you go to HR to ask about that inf- and ask for that information, what yes. you've essentially done is then put a face to the case already, 100%. which might even dissuade you. <laughs> and you'll be victimized. Exactly. And I think then the most effective way would be to address these issues, um, through policies where yes. you have employers and employees being addressed at the same time yeah. because you 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 as as an employee you want to have confidence in the structure and know that in the same way that I'm being told that I cannot engage in a particular manner with my co with my coworker yeah. managers themselves know that they are held to the same standards 100%. right so we need to ensure that the policies apply across the board consistently in fact it is a legal requirement from a labor relations perspective that policies ought to be known and 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 it must be you know uh, in place then um it must apply consistently exactly. i mean empl- employers have lost cases for example where they've preserved fandimerve and and fired chablani mm. or they've preserved chablani and fired fandimerve exactly and those things do happen and, and they raise serious liability and consistency and 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 you know they, they must be dealt with and called out but but you know, in, in a polarized country like South Africa, mm. uh, and, and put down employment rate and stuff, what, what, what do you think it will take, you know, to be policy racism? Are policies in an employment perspective enough? What, what do you think we need more? Do you think government, I mean, they've, and, and, and when you are here, you, we discuss the hate speech yes. bill and, and those type of things. I mm. mean, because ultimately that becomes legislation, employers ought to incorporate it onto their policies and, and procedures. Mm. Um, will that help? Um, is there more that's required? What is your view? 
What we essentially need is to bring these policies to life, to yeah. bring the legislation to life. And what I mean is they have to be effectively implemented. You can yeah. have the most perfect policy. You can have the most rational piece of legislation. Yeah. But if it's not brought to life, it's really just as good as being a piece yeah. of paper that is on a shelf somewhere. 100%. So it really speaks to ensuring that we actually actively um have this culture of social cohesion and engage openly, engage yeah. honestly um, and respectfully yeah. on these particular issues and that when they are raised, they are dealt with because then what that will do is that will at least ensure that there is confidence in those particular processes so that if I see that um, Dumi's my friend, Dumi yeah. said something that he should not have and the yeah. company has taken a firm stance against it, first of all, it will make me cognizant that this is unacceptable behavior. 100%. Second of all, should I fall victim to such conduct then I know that they're actually avenues in place and I've seen well, them work. Yeah. So there has to be that, and it has to be a constant dialogue. It can't just be because today it's World Human Rights Day. Let's talk Absolutely about human out. rights. Yeah. Let's sing Kumbaya. Let's hold hands. And then yes. tomorrow everything goes on as yeah. normal. Um, and when they happen, they have to be called out. They have to be addressed. There has to be a firm stance that's taken against it. Yeah. I think it's, it's through changing our own conduct and through changing our own um, mental impression, if I, I can even put it like that. It's only through behavioral change that there'll actually be a change in, in the workplace and Indeed. in the wider society. Yeah. And, and, and these conversations are important and, and they must be heard. I think, you know, we, we mustn't ignore the, the, the seriousness of it. Do send your WhatsApp messages to 079-748-2090 and we'll read them in studio. If you want to remain anonymous, please do so. You can send us a DM. On Twitter is at Tolana86 um, and at Dumisole and at Country GTZA. Um, and, and yeah, we will keep on talking about this issue. Um, as, as you said, I mean, legislation is, is great, but the awareness there, issue. Right? And it's there, it's you're there. right. Because I think what we normally do, and the risk has always been that we always want to create legislation. Yes. Um, and, 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 it's and a knee-jerk reaction. Exactly. And we don't want to look at things that are there and try and use them to, you know, to our benefit. And, and it's like this land issue, for example. Um, the constitution is there. It hasn't been tested. Mm. There's expropriation bills that haven't been passed. Mm. Why are we inventing the will? And mm. I think those are some of the dangers that we're facing and they need to be dealt with and dealt with properly mm. so so um you know in, in as i said in a polarized country and in this um environment where unemployment is high and stuff um do you think we will ultimately reach a place where these acts of racism or otherwise are no longer in corporate essay or anyway even in the malls and stuff do you envisage um a culture of of you know, getting along humanity, black I and white. Have and a dream. <laughs> One day. Yeah. <sighs> yep. To me that's a tough question. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I think each and every South African yeah. um and each and every person presiding within South Africa and the greater yeah. African region, it yeah. should really be something that we strive towards. We spoke we speak a lot about social cohesion and it's one of the outcomes of the National Development Plan. 100%. South Africa is a signatory to various treaties, um the UN treaties and declarations within the um the African region through yeah. the AU. Yes. And why would we do that um if it's not something that we at least it's aspired to yeah. and we wouldn't aspire towards something if we didn't believe that it was possible yeah. and yes you will always have those fractions of societies you will always have those Oranya states yes. you will in always fact, why, have why is Oranya still existing in a democratic country oh, yeah Moving right along. Yeah, I know what <laughs> you, you know, mean. <laughs> you, you, you will always, and, and remember that the other thing is, um, you've, you, 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 you are ultimately talking about something that happens also in a very private space yes. that government can't really intervene yeah, in. Yeah, so yeah. my ideologies I'll pass down to my son and then it becomes generational and That's you can't really intervene through policy or legislation yeah. as far as those issues are concerned. Indeed. Because I honestly believe that, you know, our peer group, People who are racist in our peer group, I don't understand why. It yes. puzzles me because you are, you've there. simply, yes, exactly. you've simply and inherited something yeah. from your 
grandfather, great grandfather, and now you want to impose it in a completely different society. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, racism is no longer relevant. Let's stop talking about racism. We should be over it by now. We can't be over it if it keeps happening. We we, we can't. It can't be, it exactly. If it keeps happening, we can't be over it. You know, there are still issues of inequality that have to be addressed, but I'm just saying that the, for our generation, we cannot continue to perpetuate some those particular ideologies. You know, yes, in corporate South Africa, you yeah. still have it. You still have um, issues of racism. You still have issues of prejudice. But uh, let's at least ensure that we walk the talk. So there are policies in place. Yeah. We know that we are all bound by the Constitution. Yes. Um, in fact, certain sections of the Constitution are binding beyond just citizens of South Africa. Right. You know, certain provisions read and say every person. So to the yeah. extent that you live in South Africa, you must be bound by those constitutional principles of yeah. equality and the right to human dignity yes. and, and the respect of human dignity simply because of where we come from as yes. a nation. No, and, and, and that's really important. And, and I think there's an obligation on us to go in and, and, and go and spread the word um, and, and educate to the extent that we can our uh, constituencies and say to them, this is what it is. And when you experience this type of things, ensure that you, you, you don't really, at times, I mean, at times you don't really have a choice and you walk away, but at times fighting is necessary and, and ensuring that your sanity is kept mm-hmm. so that, you know, you, you are, you're not only doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it for those who are coming. Um, and, and, and that's, that's really going to benefit generations to come. And and these conversations ought to continue because yes. at the end of the day, um, you know, it doesn't help that it ends up on Twitter only and, and the newspaper here and there. Yes. And, and, you know, now that I'm talking about Twitter newspapers, I've seen a recent disturbing culture of, um, and, and uh, you know, um, ENCA, and I can say this because it's, it's there and it's a fact, where this morning they put up a picture of a worker who was abused or rather assaulted by, by, by a certain Kobas, uh, de Klerk and stuff. And instead of putting Kobas's picture, they went on and they put in the domestic worker's picture. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and I think it goes to responsible reporting. Yes. Um, if really you want, um, to, to sell a story, it doesn't mm. really help much to put someone there. And as much as that person is the aggrieved one, but show us who this person is and, mm. and, and what they do. So that we know that we can't be dealing with with these type of masters um, mm. in our in our workplaces and spaces. And, exactly. And we need that, because know? we've seen then a lot of the times that's where your Twitter files will come up, you know, and start actually giving information about the perpetrators or alleged perpetrators. Let me emphasize alleged yes. perpetrators in some instances. Yeah. Um, and you do want to have that balanced view and. If you are going to somewhat decide that you're going to respect the identities and privacy of one individual within a, within, within a, an issue or, or an altercation, then perhaps you must afford the aggrieved party the same respect and the same courtesy, right? Because some, I, I may have been subject to something, but it's not to say that I necessarily want my identity to be splashed out there, you know, because I still may be trying to process and, and just understand and come to terms with what I've just been through. So I think if you're going to report, make sure that it's a balanced story. If you're going to reveal one person's identity, think carefully about why you're not. Revealing the identity of, of the, the of the party of yes. the party on the other on, on the and other end of the story because it has to be balanced, like you said. And I mean, this is coming from a, an expert in the broadcasting industry, so um, we do hope that media houses take this serious. And that's the Country Duty Show on CliffCentral.com. Thank you for listening in and your anonymous DMs and some of the WhatsApp messages that has come through. Um, it was lovely. Let's catch up next week, Wednesday. This is cliffcentral.com.